You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at even a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash Whenever you want, it called action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 206 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Happy Mother's Day! All the, I don't think I have too many mothers listening to this. But uh, everyone has a mother that's listening to this. So, uh, there we go. Um, yeah, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Another Sunday here. Uh, whether you listen to it Sunday here or Monday, I think a lot of people listen on Monday on the commute back to work. Mad that they were mad that we didn't win the lottery again this weekend, so we got to go do this again for another week anyway. Um, so if you're on the commute, the plane, the train, the automobile, the automobile, van, truck, scooter, motorcycle, whatever you happen to be, uh, whatever your mode of transportation is. Sit back for a, for a little while here and uh, let me take your mind off things. Let me take your mind off the work, the work week ahead. Um, got a really, uh, got a special guest today, uh, Chase Tippin, another uh, participant 
in the Ice Wars Fight Tournament that will be taking place May 21st here, a couple weeks, in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, it will also be on Fight TV on pay-per-view. And uh, it is an eight-man hockey fight tournament. Uh, yeah, and Chase Tippin is one of the competitors. Uh, this past Wednesday episode, I had Curtis Swanson on, who is also a competitor in the Ice Wars contest. And, uh, yeah, so we got Chase on, and, uh, you know, I'd like to have him back on. You know, obviously, we could talk about, you know, his Federal Hockey League career and all that stuff, and, uh, and uh, he, you know, hopefully we can do that. And then, after, obviously, after the tournament, we'll get his feelings on it and that type of thing. But uh, for this, we just focused on, you know, on the Ice Wars and just, uh, you know, the training that's going into it and uh, what he thinks he needs to do to be successful in the tournament. And, uh, like I said, we didn't talk for, like, 20 minutes or so, but uh, I'll, I'll throw Chase on at the end here. Um, you know, before we get going though, uh, you know, got to talk about a few of the sponsors. Hey, we got to keep the lights on in the place, right? Um, man, I'll tell you, how about that Kentucky Derby today? Rich strike 80 to one long shot. Oh, I didn't have any money on the Kentucky, you know, and I, and it pisses me off. I, I like the, I love watching the Kentucky Derby put on bets, bets in on it before, Talked to a couple buddy. Talked to one friend. He's a big horse race guy, and yeah, he well obviously eighty to one. He didn't see that happening, but uh, I always enjoy watching the Kentucky Derby. You know what I was doing? You know what I was doing today? Yeah, in my backyard, setting them up, uh, setting up uh, planter boxes. Yeah, and dumping and dirt, carrying dirt bags from the garage to the to the backyard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the joys of home ownership, right? Um, yeah, and then I completely forgot about the Kentucky Derby. I'm like, so that bugged me. But yeah, 80 to 1, man, that would have been a nice hit, man. Nice hit. But, you could have hit it on DraftKings. There you go, promo code THPN, right? Um, as I said, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50 shows in the network. All the NHL teams are represented. Uh, so whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. Of course, there's uh, 16 teams battling out for Lord Stanley. So, of course, those those teams, uh, those shows are obviously, uh, you know, rolling hot and heavy uh, this time of year. Um, so yeah, check it out. Also, for my off-network friends, well, you got Bud Show down. I always want to say in Florida, but he moved from Florida. Florida's a less Florida now. Now he's up in North Carolina spreading it around there. But hey, he just picked up a dog today. Alec over at the Fire for Fighting podcast got a new dog, named it Gates. Yeah, I hope that thing eats your Crocs. I hope that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he looks like a heck of an animal. Would Alex say he's gonna gonna be a hunting dog? He's gonna a duck dog who would go get your you shoot the birds and then they go get it. Yeah, there you go. I'm not a hunter, so I have no idea. But cool looking dog though. Yeah, I'm going to like that dog so much more when he eats your shitty-ass shoes. But uh, <laughs> but the Five for Fighting pod... What are we talking about here? The Five for Fighting podcast. Alec, uh, he just had... Uh, he had John on, and they did a, a kind of a season review of the tough guys in the league. And um, Alec, and I always say it, I hate to admit it, but Alec's back catalog is tremendous. By Lois, Segroy, Rob Ray. Definitely give him a listen. Um, he's also has a YouTube channel, the Five for Fighting YouTube channel, and he's actually this weekend. I know he's working on the uh, like it's an East Coast Hockey League channel right now. I'm sure at some point he'll add more fights at some point, but 
Um, right now he's just sort of focused on the, the past season in the East Coast League. And, uh, I know he's going through the back catalog in the year before as well. So if you're into the East Coast League, here's some good, get some good tilts this year. I'll tell you, you know, I, I said I'm always, you know, uh, poo poo and the new stuff, but you always got to give the kids their due. And there's some tough cats in that league this year. You know, Newbauer, um, Garrett Klotz, uh, Matthew Gagnon. Yeah, Travis Howe. You know, lots of guys. So definitely, and he's, Alex is sort of making a, a best of kind of a mix, uh, video, East Coast League, uh, kind of greatest hits video. And he's kind of put out a little bit of a sneak preview trailer. And it's got a lot of traction, got a lot of views. I know old Bissonette was digging it. And, uh, yeah, so definitely, uh, check out his channel, subscribe to his channel. It helps him out. And, uh, yeah, definitely give that a look. So it's the Fire for Fighting YouTube channel as well as the podcast. So definitely check that out. And then, of course, over in New York, here in Lazito, we got Carnegie Hall, Joe Lazito. Don't go to MSG anymore. Don't go downtown. If you want to see Lazito, yeah, MSG, that's, that's old news. He's at Carnegie Hall now. He's moved up in the world, you know, so you probably have to wear, you know, so Joe, Joe's got to wear uh, a bow tie, you know, with his Barry Beck jersey at the front window. So, uh, yeah, he's pretty classy like that. Bougie now. Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, Broadway Joe, uh, he has released another, he released the, uh, New York Islanders, everybody's doing season in review, he did an Islander review episode, give it a listen, he's also got a tremendous back catalog, it's Coliseum, did I say this already? The Coliseum Chronicles, it's a New York Islander enforcer podcast, and he's had everybody from Fakota to Matt Carkner to Aaron Ashton, Jason Strugwick, Derek Bolton. Uh, does a tremendous job, great interviews. Definitely give his back catalog a listen. Um, yeah, and Joe, yep, Joe's, Joe's running things there at Carnegie Hall. You know, like I said, I was surprised it wasn't Carnegie Deli. Be yelling about the corned beef, you know. Uh, what, where's your big ZD? That's Lazito. But, uh, there you go, folks. Coliseum Chronicles. Give it a listen. Joe Lazito. Give it a Lazito. All right, boys and girls. Here we are. What are we going to talk about today? Well, like I said, I got the Chase Tippin interview coming up. Uh, I will, I will put that at the end of the show. Uh, for now. Ah, uh, you know what? I don't, not have too much to say. I mean, I know it's playoff time and, uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The one thing I, I found funny though. Uh, you know, oh, it's just like, it's this, man, if I just had a crystal ball, if I could just go back and just, oh, I was going through my back catalog and it was this time last year, I did an episode and in there I was talking about the officiating in the, in the playoffs. Oh, and it's, I, I, you know what? I don't want to say I fucking told us so, but I fucking told us so. As Ricky would say. In that episode. Because I went. I'm like. I'm curious to know. Because I never. I. You know. I, I'm not. You know. I actually. Truthfully. Do, <laughs> I, I never listened to my own stuff. So I'm. You know. So I had. Uh, but I saw the. Why was I going through my back catalog? Somebody had asked me about an episode number. And I was going through it. Because I was trying to find it. And then I saw in the description of. What I talk about in the episode. I saw officiating in the playoffs. Because I was going to talk about it. In this one anyway. But I'm like, oh, what did I say last year? And I went back and I, I went to the section and I listened. Oh, it's like I had a crystal ball, folks. 
like I had a crystal ball. Well, I'm gonna. I'll tell you what I said last year. Everybody was whining last year online. Oh, hey, 69er, I'm gonna I'm gonna whine again about hockey Twitter. You had to tune into last episode to know what I was talking about. No, it's not why I'm pointing out the embarrassing, the embarrassment of hockey Twitter and these idiot hockey fans. Truth hurts sometimes. Last year, everyone was whining that the refs swallowed the whistles. They weren't calling anything. Why? Why is it? And blah, there's two sets of rules and on and on. And yeah, it's like it. <laughs> They completely change from the regular season to playoffs. Yeah, like the gameplay doesn't completely change from the regular season to the playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause does that look like the same shit that you saw in friggin' January? Yeah, I don't think so. But in the episode, I was talking about how everyone's crying. That they're not calling anything and they're letting too much go and it's like prison hockey and this is terrible and this is why the league won't grow and blah, 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 blah. And I said, do you know what's going to happen? You watch what's going to happen next year. Well, holy shit. I'm, hold on. There you go. I'm a, I feel like Iron Mike Sharp here. I'm going to, or Barry Horowitz. Yeah, I'm going to break my arm patting myself in the back here. What is going on this year? What is everybody crying about this year? Oh, why are they calling so many penalties? Well, what did you think was going to happen after last year? And all your whining online. What did you think was going to happen? Of course. And here we are. Oh, it's the power play party and everyone everyone crying about it. No, oh, yeah. Don't worry. I think by about round three, they'll have it out of their system. But the first round, they got to try to show that they're serious. We, we heard the people, you know, and oh, they'll call it. Oh, and now all of a sudden, you don't like this either. So you don't like when they call it. You, you you don't like it when they do call it. You hate it when they call it. They don't call it. So what are we doing? Oh, yeah. And as Alex pointed out, and, uh, you know, we and him, he and I have a laugh about it all the time. Every, it's amazing. Of course, once again, every fan base, oh, the ref is out against them. It has it out for them. The league doesn't want us to win. But it's amazing. All 16 fan bases say the same thing. Well, if they're all saying it, well, who does the league want to win? I don't know, you know. Seriously. Oh, the refs are against us. It's a plot by Batman. Yeah. He wants Pittsburgh to win or he wants New York to win. They want Toronto to win. They want Tampa to repeat. They want Crosby to win the cup again. Oh, on and on. Shut up. It's embarrassing. Embarrassing. But that's what hockey Twitter is. <clears throat> embarrassing. But yeah, no, the refs are out to get us, and now everyone's complaining that they're calling too much. Whereas this time last year, you were crying because they weren't calling anything. Oh, yeah, how things have changed in, in less than 12 months. Yeah, it's funny. You know what was even funnier? Just a little side note. I was old Yahoo Sports. Oh yes, those geniuses there at Yahoo. I don't. I can't remember who the writer was. I didn't pay that much attention. Um, I, he should be writing for. He should be doing politics though with those great headlines that he writes. 
Um, it was about the Carolina Hurricanes goalie. Him and Marchant got into it, whatever. Marchant speared him or whatever the hell. Oh, it was a Tukachov or whatever his name is. Whatever, the, Car- the Russian Hurricane goalie. Oh, yeah, in the article. Oh, he lo- he's an f- aggressive goalie who just loves to fight. So you read the article. Oh, yeah, oh, a couple of years ago, the American Hockey League. He got really mad at the Iowa bench, so he mouthed them off. And then, oh, there's this line scrum, and he came. There was a line little scrum breaking out, and the other team's goalie was kind of getting into it. Oh, so he skated the length of the ice, but the refs got a hold of him. It's funny when you watch the video. He sure doesn't make much of an attempt to get away. But, oh, yeah, he's hothead, and he just loves the tilts, and, oh, he's aggressive and everything else. I read the little article on him. Oh, and all the comments. He's just like Ray Emery and Hextall and blah, blah, blah. All these Hurricane fans. Oh, he's such a badass. And I'm like, who is this person? So I went and looked up his fight card. Do you know what I couldn't find? A fucking fight card. Because do you know how many fights he's been in? Zero. He has zero career fights. Nothing in junior. Nothing in the American League. Nothing in the NHL, but here's the article. Headline, loves to fight, but he has zero fights. Oh. And then these idiots are comparing him to Ray Emery, who was like a legitimate boxer and would fight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's why I said, whoever the writer is, yeah, you should be writing political articles. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's where we're at. We got a goalie who's never fought but loves to do it. And, uh, oh, the refs are calling. Now they're calling too many penalties. And the league's against us. This is where we're at so far. Playoffs of 2022. Oh, the the great game. Oh, God. But anyway, for those who are so inclined to still watch, there you go. Knock yourself out. But anyway... Oh, who's texting me? You know, it's a, what a what a professional operation we got going here. Oh. Um, yeah, folks. Uh, how about I just shut up and uh, we'll, we'll get into the Chase Tippin uh, interview here. Um, for those folks new to the program here, new tuning in, thank you very much. Um, I do two episodes a week, Wednesday and Sundays. Um, I also, if you happen to be on social media and you want to follow me, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter as well as on Facebook. And I'm always putting up videos and pictures and all that type of things. So uh, give the accounts a follow. Um, oh, for those asking about my YouTube update, um, you know what I, with my channel, they, they took away my monetization. I still have a channel. I can still upload everything and all that, but I just don't get any money for it. Um, the thing I'm, I'm fine. I've, I haven't really looked too much into it. I know I can reapply at the end of the month for monetization again. Um, I don't want to lose a channel just cause I have like 3,500 subscribers. So I don't want to lose that. I don't want to, the, the, obviously the subscriber base. Um, I'll have to, you know, uh, the thing that's bugging me about YouTube is you can't, you just can't phone like a call center. You can't talk to anyone. Everything's automated. And they just use like blanket guidelines. So basically what the problem is, is that my content is too similar to other creators out there. 
But that's the problem. It's not like I'm, you know, I stole content because it's an interview or they did, it's their review of a Dodge Charger or something and I took it and put it on my channel. No, it's a hockey fight. Well, yeah, of course there's a million copies of Probert fighting Crowder because it's, (laughs) that's the fight. So yeah, of course my clip is going to be similar to four or five other, six, ten other friggin' fight channels because we're all putting up the same Probert Crowder fights It's for over the last decade. So it's like, that's that's my thing. I have no strikes for copyright or anything like that. The strike against me or whatever is that it's a... a, Many of my videos are similar to other videos that are already on YouTube. I'm like, okay, well, are mine similar to theirs or are theirs similar to mine? Like, I could play, I could play that game too. You know, did I put mine up after? Like, oh, because I put a Probert Semenko fight up from 1987. Oh, I'm copying Joe Blow over here that I put the fight up four years ago. Well, okay. Like, I didn't steal his clip. I mean, it's all from my own fight DVDs. You know, it's just like, oh, I, I mean, I've never taken a clip. Off of YouTube, I don't even know how to do that. I don't. I don't even know how to get a clip off of YouTube. Like everything that's on my channel is from my VH, my old VHS collection, and my DVDs that I've played and up made a clip and uploaded it. I've never taken the clip from anyone else's channel. Um, but obviously, if I'm putting NHL, yeah, there's going to be there's a lot of us that have Probert fights or you know or whatever. Like ta- well, Tasker Sen. That's probably one of the most famous hockey fights ever. Well, how many channels have Tasker and... I mean, I put, I've uploaded it, but how many fights have ta- channels have Tasker Sens fight on there? Yeah, exactly. And it's not like, oh, we got different camera angles or anything. But this is what they're, you know, arguing about my channel. It's, I'm like, well, of course there's going to be some same video clips. but So I don't know what I have to do. I mean, I guess delete them, but I'm like, okay, well, which ones are... See, that's the thing. Which ones are they saying are the same? I don't know. I have 2,700 videos. Which ones are they saying are similar? I'm like, basically every NHL fight would be probably posted somewhere else, I would assume. I don't know. So, I don't know. I have to look into it. But, it's like I said, with YouTube, it's just really frustrating because you can't phone anybody and ask. So, But in the meantime, if you my channel's going and everything's up. Check, definitely for those... They're wondering, what is this guy talking about? Subscribe to the channel. It's a cool channel. Like I said, I have over 2,700 videos from all the different leagues. It's just all, all the minors, junior, you name it, going back all the different. Like, there's nothing current. I don't have anything from 2020. I don't give a shit. There's nothing current. I think the most, I don't even think I have anything after 2010, I don't think. But, yeah, so definitely give it, check it out. Subscribe to the channel. Everything's sorted. Just type in whatever league you're looking for. Boom, all the fights will come up. Yeah. Go down that rabbit hole. You'll find some good stuff on there, man. I put a lot of... Like I said, and that's the thing. 2,700 videos. I put a lot of time into that channel. And like I said, it's growing. I've got a lot of followers or a lot of subscribers. And, you know, I, I certainly don't want to... I'm not going to delete the channel or anything. Even if even if they deny my monetization, I'll keep all my videos on there. But, you know, it's just it'd be nice. You know, hey, if you make a few bucks on the side, why not? It wasn't like I'm making millions or anything. You know, but, you know, a buck is a buck, right? So why not? But... You know, 
So, but I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's that's what's happening. I had a bunch of people ask me about the YouTube channel because I mentioned it the other day. So um, that's what's happening. That's where we're at right now. I still haven't really invested. I haven't really been on the computer that much lately. Uh, last week has been kind of busy doing stuff. So work's really picking up. So uh, that and we just had stuff going on at night. So I really wasn't around. Um, so I apologize. I know a couple of you, a couple of listeners also, I will get back to you as soon as I'm done recording this. It's like 930 Saturday night. As soon as I'm done recording this, I will answer. I, I have about a bunch of emails sitting there. Uh, yes, I will get back to you as soon as I'm done this. Uh, of course, by the time you're listening to it, we'll have all have emailed you, but uh, I apologize for those that I've, uh, I've, I didn't get back to right away. I'm usually pretty prompt on that stuff, but I haven't been lately and I apologize for that. But, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm babbling now. Um, yeah, so like I said, follow me on social media. Uh, also, whatever platform you're listening to this on, iTunes, Spotify, what have you, could you rate and review my show? I'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, it helps me out in the searches. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, uh, and if you, if you're, like I said, if you're new to the listening to this because you're a fan of Chase or a friend of Chase or whatever, uh, welcome. Thank you again for, for tuning in and, uh, I, ho- I hope you check out the back catalog. I've interviewed Morasti, Steve McIntyre, Joey Tedarenko, um, on and on. Um, Dean Mayrad, former champion of the Hockey Enforcers pay-per-view from 2004. Um, yeah, Brad Wingfeld, uh, you know, I've had the judges on. Sean McMorrow, a play-by-play guy, I've had him on. Um, yeah, um, over the last couple of years that I've done this show. So I definitely encourage you, if you're new here, to check out the back catalog. And uh, usually Wednesday was always interview day, and then Sunday was like what I call a rant episode. I rant and rave, and I'll do different articles from back in the day and break stuff down like that. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what goes on around here. So uh, yeah, again, if you're new and uh, and, you, and you like what you hear, um, uh, st- stick around. And like I said, check out check out the back catalog. But uh, yeah, like I said you, you keep you busy. 200, 205 past episodes, so you got, you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff there to listen to if you're so inclined. But uh, anyway, guys, I will be quiet now. Let's get on with this. But uh, I want to thank you, uh, thank you guys once again for tuning in, um, and thank you for all the for the retweets and everything else on social media. Like I said, you guys are my billboard. You guys are the listeners, the listeners of the billboard. So. Uh, yeah, if you have a friend or something that you think might be into the old fights and and he might dig it, uh, please pass the word on. I, I'd greatly appreciate that. But uh, anyway, guys, let's get into it. Like I said, uh, Ice Wars, pay-per-view hockey fight tournament, May 21st from Edmonton at the River Creek Casino. Um, it is live on pay-per-view on Fight TV. It's 20 bucks. Get a couple boys, get the boys over, have some beers, watch a real, it's a real... Um, uh, it's going to be an interesting event and a very unique event uh, for hockey fights. And, uh, and and the big man here, Chase Tippin, is going to be one of the eight guys in the in the tournament. And uh, he was a lot of fun to talk to. Like I said, hopefully I, when it's all said and done here, uh, I'll get him back on. We'll obviously we'll we'll timeline his career and we'll we'll go through his whole career as well as getting his thoughts on the event. And uh, and we'll see how he does May twenty first. But uh, all right, guys, I will talk to everybody on Wednesday. And here's my interview with Chase Tippin. Thanks, guys. All right, here on the Fourth Line Voice, we've got a special guest. Uh, the, a competitor in the Ice Wars fight tournament coming up on May 21st, Chase Tippin. Chase, how are you doing tonight? Good, man. Good. Uh, yourself? Abs- oh, great. Thank you. Uh, well, I, <laughs> hey, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time after, uh, after some training to get on the horn here. Yeah, you know. 
any, anything to help uh, promote this up and, and, and get going here. Absolutely. Well, I had uh, I just had Curtis Swanson on the show, and uh, you know, you and the Cowboy might be might be clashing at Edmonton here in a couple of weeks. Um, but before we get into that, uh, well, we'll just talk in general about, uh, uh, how, how did you first hear about the event? Uh, and, uh, was it sort of like, I want to say, did were you gung ho right from the start or did somebody kind of have to talk you into it or how did you hear about it? Um, I actually had a guy that I played with, um, uh, Nick Williams was actually and said, Oh, uh, you know, this guy reached out to me and, uh, you know, they're doing this fight tournament. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right on. He was like, yeah. He's like, I gave him your name. I was like, oh, okay, perfect, man. Like, thanks. I appreciate that. He was like, yeah, yeah. So uh, Wayne Beard, I believe his name, he had uh, messaged me, asked me about it. And I, and I said, yeah, I'm like, I'm absolutely interested. And he was like, all right, perfect. So he gave me some information and said that somebody would be in touch with me. And, uh, yeah, one day I got, uh, I got a text message from AJ Galante asking me, uh, what I thought about, uh, jumping on board. And, and here we are. All right. Well, here we are. Well, right on, man. Well, so, um, yeah. So for those folks that don't know, um, you, you played the, uh, the last, uh, I guess it would be a, a decade in the, in the federal hockey league or incarnations the same. Uh, yeah, well, I, I retired twice. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, kind of got, uh, you know, you can only fight for so long, right? And, uh, and eventually it's kind of like, okay, where, where am I? But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I went back and played, uh, played part-time one year and, uh, yeah, I think I led the league in fighting majors. I only played like 25 games or something like that. And, uh, yeah, and after that it was, uh, went and played, uh, played senior double A back, uh, like probably 20 minutes from my hometown. There you go. And, uh, and you, when you, when you came up in, in junior, you were, uh, it was Ontario, uh, junior A, correct? Uh, I played junior A and I played junior C for the year. Okay. Um, Which well, was, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Junior, junior C where I am gets a little bit wild. Like, you know, like Western Conference and stuff like that. It's, uh, when I was playing, it was uh, it got a little out of the hand every once in a while. Yeah, well, and that was in Ontario. Um, yeah, were you always right, like right from the word go? Always kind of right. You just fell right into that tough guy role. Uh, not really. It actually um, my first year of junior it um what ended up happening was i uh there was another guy i was trying out he was an older guy he was like 20 years old and uh yeah he was kind of between him and i just was like all right what do i gotta do and they said well you know he can fight but you need better skill wise and i said okay so i learned how to fight and uh I just so happened that I was pretty decent at it, so I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's, this is what's uh, what I need to do in order to keep going, and that's what I'm going to do." And it just carried on from there. Yeah. Well, and uh, well, like I said, we're, before we got going on, on the thing, we were talking, and I said, "I know today's obviously we'll we'll you know you don't have much time. We'll focus on the ice wars and stuff." But yeah, I definitely want to have you back, and I want to get 
I want to hear some, we got to get some federal hockey league stories out of you. And I know the folks will, uh, will get a kick out of that. And cause I've read about a few things and stuff. So, uh, it, it sounds like a pretty wild time down there, especially when the league was first starting. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I tell people all the time, the young people don't believe it. They always say like, the half the guys, actually 90% of the guys in the league now wouldn't have lasted in the first year or so. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was pretty wild. Like, I was, you know, definitely, like, checking out the fight card and stuff. And, and yeah, man, I mean, you know, Paul Chance and Rabby And, uh, well, I think, how many times have you fought Affinati? Like, I, I, I lost track of count, I think, when I was going through the fight card. Well, I, I don't you know. I think, we, I think, actually, I think he's fought, like, 20 times. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get him on the show, too. That's what I got to do. Yeah, you know, he's... He's probably the toughest guy I've ever fought in my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was watching some of the videos here this afternoon, and it was yeah. You guys had some good ones. Yeah. Um. Well, like like I said, for those that uh, don't give us uh, so in, in terms of the ice wars, um, uh, size wise, uh, what do they always say? The, the weigh ins will do like a UFC weigh in. What, what do you figure you'll be? How tall are you, and, and what do you figure? What weight are you coming in at? I'm uh, I'm six three and I'm weighing it at uh, two eighty three right now. There you go. There you so go. Well, that's that's uh, yeah. well. How is the training going? Um, like you were saying before we got going. I mean, you know, th- this is kind of completely different. I mean, we're not uh, we're not doing crossover drills here, and uh, you know, the and the pylon drills. How how is the actual? How how does one go about training for a a hockey fight? Uh, you know what? I, I actually I just had this conversation with uh, with Dan Ainsbury, and yep. uh, we were talking about training and stuff like that. And I mean, I never I never trained to be a, like a hockey fighter. I didn't. Uh, you know, I, I I was always brought up like you're either tough or you're not. You can either fight or you can't. And uh, you know, like when I played, I I, I trained like I, like I was. Powerlifter, like you know, I lifted heavy and like that. And, like now, it's I'm looking at the, the layout of what I'm doing and, and the, the whole tournament, and it's like okay, like I have to, I have to train this, and so it's uh, you know, weightlifting, cardio like crazy, you know, hitting the bag, stuff like that, and uh, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of easy. I mean, because it's, you know, you don't really have to train to be able to take a punch. But it, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's going good so far. So it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm leaning out and I'm, I'm working on my cardio like crazy because, I mean, like two two one-minute rounds. I yeah. mean, if you end up going finals, I mean, you're the, you're the guy that's, you know, you're going to be the most worn out at the end. I mean, the, the guy that gets put out in the first fight is probably the luckiest when it comes to something like that. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, how, like, have I'm assuming you've uh, you've obviously kind of like been uh, like grappling with people and stuff like that. Do you think because uh, this will be kind of a new thing? Uh, how are you with fighting with the MMA gloves in terms of a hockey fight? Do you think that'll bug you at all, or are you getting used to it? Uh, I think I'm. I think you know. I don't really think it's going to make any difference on, on, on feeling or anything like that, but. Uh... You know, it, it's. 
I mean, the way my hands are now, I mean, and, and the surgeries I've had, all of them and stuff like that, I, I'm, I'm almost thankful that we're wearing those, I think. Yeah. Um, now, in, in terms of, uh, I mean, obviously, well, we were talking and you, you obviously you'd, you've watched the previous, you know, the black and blue tournament. And I don't know if you watched the one in, that was in Finland or anything, but uh, going into the tournament, like in, in terms of your your fighting style and stuff, how, what do you think your strengths are for the tournament? Um, I mean, I absolutely will probably getting punched in the face. I mean, that's pretty not. I've got a, I've had my nose broken like eleven times now. But just the uh, ability to take a punch and, and for being a bigger guy, I've, I've pretty quick hands. But uh, I mean, it, it's something like this. It, it's the whole strength and weaknesses is. I mean, you can kind of throw a bit of it out the door because, I mean, like, we're on synthetic ice. You know, you're the whole doing two one-minute rounds, stuff like that. I mean, it's it's not like when we play and we, you know, you go out, you you square up, you're on ice, you you know, you, you throw for 45 seconds and then it's done. You know, and, and uh, I mean, we're... We're all big boys that are going in this, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Amesbury, I mean, he's the smallest at, at, at six foot two twenty five, but I mean, like, you know, he he fights heavyweights, you know, and always has. And, I, and uh, you know, I, I think I don't think uh, there's going to be too many of the, of the old strength and weakness. Like, I think it's just going to be, you know, a lot of adjustments while it's kind of happening. Yeah, it was interesting. Like when I talked to Swanee, it was like, you know, we were kind of kind of going back and forth about it. It's a little different. I mean, you know, kind of like in a normal hockey fight, you can kind of, you can sort of set something up or, you know, you know, bide your time, maybe take a couple, you know, lock a guy out, you know, set him up for something big. Whereas in, obviously in this type of tournament, when there's, and there's judging involved, I mean, you sort of can't really sit back and wait, right? And I mean, you know, I'm, so it's sort of like, it's a sprint, right? Not a marathon kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I mean, and like you said, I mean, you, you know, you're fairly confident in your, I mean, in, in your hand speed and, and, and that type of thing. Yeah. And I think that's it, right? Is I mean, it's going to come down to, especially with, with, with judging and stuff like that. It's, you know, regular hockey face is not a judge it's you know it's either you know you and the other guy know what to draw or one guy wins one guy loses and uh yeah it's uh just going into it you our mindsets are going to be a little bit different than, than usual yeah exactly right uh, yeah it's like a whole different uh yeah now you're fighting yeah it's it's strange like as you said right you're fighting like sort of to be judged Whereas before, yeah. you know, the other, in a normal fight, it's just, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, like you said, a completely different mindset for sure. Um, you had mentioned that it's on um, synthetic. I'm not sure if I talked about that with Swanson or not. Um, with synthetic ice, um, do, do you think, how, how do you feel about that? Like, is it, uh, is that going to be tough, tough adjustment? Um, I have like, I have a buddy that owns a, a training facility about 45 minutes from where I live. So I've, I've been up, um, even before I was helping him with like a couple of hockey clinics and stuff. So I've been, I've been on it quite a bit. Um, and I, I don't have an issue with it. Um, I've got some ideas of, of how it can actually help in a sense, but, uh, I mean, I, I can't, I can't see it being a big issue, 
but it definitely levels out the playing field. Yeah, and like for the for the folks listening here that you know they're kind of like you know you know what is synthetic what is synthetic ice like tell it for those listening what's the what what's the biggest difference between it and ice? It's plastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but in terms of like maneuverability and stuff, like is it what's the what's the, is it sort of like there, there, skating in sand a little bit? Yeah, like, I mean, when you go to dig in, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to actually skate on it, you go to turn, you, it's not as forgiving. You don't really get that the give where your blades can kind of slide a little bit. Like, you, when you dig in, you dig in. Yeah. So. So it's pretty much, there's just going to be, like, so on synthetic ice, basically, if, got, if you're planting your skates, it's you're, you're planting your skates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that... That that should definitely amp it up even more toe to toe, I guess, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now, in terms of just like to give people an idea, when when you were um, uh, this is just sort of a general question, but when when you when you started fighting or as your career has gone on, or you know, did you ever did you you know were you a video guy? Like, did you model yourself after anybody? Like, did you take you know, you know what I mean? Like, were you a fan of someone and it's like, you know, like Tony Twist or a Darren Langdon or, you know, I'm like, I want to try to fight like that. Did you do anything like that? Uh, no, I mean, obviously when it came down to, to, to my favorite fighter or fighters, it was obviously Probert Kosher when I was growing up. But I mean, every, every fighter has his own style and, and, and yeah. stuff like that. And I just kind of did my own thing and you know if, if I came up to a guy that what I fought him what I was doing didn't work then you know I had to think of like adjustments of, of, that I had to make in order you know for the next time and uh, you know I, I've always just it's always just been me it's always you know my thing and what I do and, and yeah that was about it um, Was there anything that you sort of uh, well I guess we won't uh have, have you been, I'm assuming, obviously, it's kind of a stupid question, but I would assume, um, obviously, we, you know who's in the tournament and stuff, have you been doing a lot of, have you been doing a lot of video watching, or are you, are you one of these guys, like, I've talked, to, as I've done interviews with certain guys, although, granted, this, now that I'm saying this out loud, it's sort of a different, whole different concept, but I'll just throw it out there. I know I've interviewed guys before, like with Wade Brookbank and guys like that on the show, and we've talked about video and scouting your opponents and all that, and some guys are, really, like, really big into it, and other guys almost they'll watch some video, but they sometimes think like you can almost overthink it and psych yourself out. Cause you watch too much stuff. Um, maybe this doesn't just go to the tournament, but just in general, are you a video guy and do you watch a lot or no? No, I don't watch videos. I mean, if, if I see that somebody like posts, um, you know, a, vi- a video on Facebook or something like that, of their fight or whatever, I'll just watch it just cause it's there. Yeah. But, um, I've never, um, I've never been a guy to, to kind of do, you know, research or, or, you know, look into a guy or anything like that. I've, I've never been like that in any way. It's always because, I mean, like, and like it says, it's like you almost kind of overthink it and amp up. And, you know, it's already hard enough when you're, when you're sitting there, you know, the day of the game and you're kind of going like, oh, fuck, like, okay, like, you know, this is going to have to happen. You, you, you amp it up and then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're Mind is in a different place, and 
you know, that's when that's when you slip up and, you know, you might do something that you think you should have done and it's the wrong thing and next thing you know, you're laying on your back. Yep. You know, uh, so I've, I've never been, I've never been that. I mean, I got, I've watched videos of guys fighting and stuff like that and, you know, it, uh, it make any, you're, you're either going to lose a fight or you're going to win a fight. You know, yep. that's the best way to kind of explain it and, and describe it. You know, if, uh, you know, if, if you if you're one of those guys, you know you you, you do your homework on a guy. And, I mean, that's your thing, right? But I mean, it's never been something for me where I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, I already amped myself up in the sense of a, I'm a fight, anyways, right? Yeah. And it's uh, you know I've I've never like I can't I can never picture myself you know thinking you know oh you know he he's known for doing this so what about you maybe I'll do this maybe I'll do that. You know, I'm already I'm already standing around already. I'm like, okay, like, like you know, when when am I gonna go with this guy? You know, when when should I when should I go back? That's already hard enough. You know, so I, I've never been a guy to, to to do that. Yeah. Well, in terms of um, well, you were you were saying, uh, are you playing? You were playing this year, right? You played senior this year. Yeah, actually, there is there's a guy that's in in the event that uh, that I played against and fought who actually broke my visor into my face. <laughs> oh, uh, Alan. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> oh, so he could so he could punch, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, he he could he could throw. <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, yeah, you know, again. It, Hockey fight, you know it. Uh, you know shit happens, and, and you know you, you, you move on after that play. Yeah, well, I was gonna say I think as uh, you know for for being active and and still fighting like right now and stuff. I think uh, you know that that should uh, I would think that would help out going into the tournament here because I mean there's a few guys that you know they haven't they're they're not playing right they and they're a few years removed from playing or a lot of years removed yeah. from playing in some cases so. I would think still playing would obviously be the advantage. Yeah, but I mean, like with with, with the league that me and Corey play in, um, they're trying to get away from fights. So, I mean, like your first fight's free, and then you're done for that game. Your second fight, you get in for an extra game. Yeah, you know, you fight after that is you know you get two games and stuff like that. So I mean, like I only played eight games. I had 118 penalty minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, you know, it was, you know, it, it's not, uh, it's not what I'm used to. And, and, you know, I always hear people who are like, well, you got to remember, like, this guy came from the league where you should fight three times a game every game. People are going, oh, what? No, no, they don't do that. And it's like, well, yeah, like, I didn't play, you know, you know, hockey where guys are coming out of junior C and you want to play that when the rules are kind of the same. Yeah. So, but, I mean, they're still still active and then still playing and, and still have that competitive edge. So, I mean, that helped in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got so. the skating legs still, right? Like you're still you're out there. So, I mean, that's you know that's the main thing. But uh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, you know, obviously, I'm not going to start asking you what your you know your game plan or you got any tricks ready. I won't do that. We won't. You know, uh, I won't throw that out. We won't throw that out in the air. But. Uh, yeah, just overall, uh, 
you know, you're, you know, the training's going well. You're feeling pretty good heading into this year, you know, two weeks out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling good, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it, it, it's weird for me kind of being almost the same weight as, as I was when I was playing. I feel a lot lighter though. Yeah, and I, just because now that I'm actually training in a, in a different way is uh, kind of doing that. Yeah, well, absolutely. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a really a really cool event, and uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you out there. And uh, well, hopefully, you know, as I was telling you before we got going here, hopefully, work permitting, I can get down there to Edmonton. I can we could I can meet you face to face. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, any any last thoughts? What's uh, Chase Tippin's uh, sales pitch for the folks listening for Ice Wars? Why should they get it? Uh, just. I mean, if, if you're a person that likes fighting and, and entertainment and, and, you know, stuff like that, I mean, it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be something that, uh, you know, there won't, there won't be a lack of excitement. That's for sure. No, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be a unique event. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you out there. And, uh, like I said, I won't take up too much of your time tonight. I want to thank you for coming on the show real quick and just laying it down for us. And, uh, Hopefully, like I said, when the event's over, you can get you back on, and uh, we'll, we'll go through the t- we'll go through the tale of uh, the saga of Chase Tippin and his career. If if that's cool with you, I'm totally game for that. Well, that excellent man. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you taking the time tonight. And uh, good luck with the training, and uh, good luck in Edmonton, man. And uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll see you there, and uh, all the best to you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chase. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on?